0: movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week?
1: Doing well, man. Doing really well. Got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about this week. Venom drops this week. Go and see that by the time you guys hear this. Gonna see it on Thursday. Thinking about doing a stream tomorrow, bringing Late Nights with Lynn back to talk about Venom, and we'll talk about some other stuff. So, and then plus, talk about it next week. But doing well, man. Plus, I'm excited to talk about my movie on the rise. Excited to talk about Tadum, the Netflix yeah. uh, Comic Con or whatever. Excited to talk about our discussion topic for today, which is we're bringing the draft back. Yes, uh, in the Discord, which you can join, link in the description. We have all day been arguing about which movie we are excited for for the rest of the year we looked at a list of movies and we're talking about the best movies for the rest of the year so which Schubert and I are going to do and we'll do this at the beginning of next year and then the middle of the year and probably around this time again so we'll do it m- multiple times but yeah. we're going to draft the remaining movies of the year to see who has the best movies for the rest of the year i.e. like um we'll do we'll see who has the best box office wise and critically acclaimed so i'm excited for that but um other than that, um, oh, pitch it is set. The next Pitch It match is set. The 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 um what, what's what's our theme? Uh the race to the crown, the 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 chase of the championship is back. Our midseason break is over. October 24th, it's going down. Sunday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. uh eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Ian Hawley. And myself are hosting. It's a match between Dan exclaims and Peter from What Do You Say Anime. This is a match to determine who moves on to challenge for the belt before the end of the season tournament. Schmidt will either get to play Christian and then play the winner of this if he wins to get the belt. Or Dan's going to just get a shot at me for the belt. And that'll anger Schmidt getting him ready for the tournament. We got to see how it goes. But pitching is back. We gotta, we gotta. We're gonna have a bunch of matches from now until January when the end of the season tournament comes. Be ready because we're we're about to blow it up, and then we're gonna take a break for about February, March. Come back April, Mayish. So be excited. Yeah. Pitch is about to go ham.
0: Yeah, it's definitely gonna be fun to have that back. You know, doing some more live stuff be cool once again. Um, you know, another exciting thing coming on for this podcast is we are getting into October, so we'll be diving into talking about some horror movies. Our next run, it, our last run it back we did forgetting Sarah Marshall, but our next run it back we'll be diving into the horror realm and talking about Scream. So that's going to be something. To yeah, this podcast
1: to. and this podcast and Run It Back are teaming up to do basically a horror explosion. So. Every week starting next week, Schubert and I will be reviewing either uh, a horror movie. Well, I'm not gonna say horror TV, it's gonna be a horror movie
0: yeah, each movie week. One. So
1: you'll get yeah, you'll get one on so you'll get one, two, three, four movie horror movie reviews from us this month, and from Run It Back, you'll get two. One on the uh seventh and then probably one on the 21st as well. We may squeeze one in. So that's six horror movie reviews for October. Shura, I feel like we're giving it to the people, man. We're jam- they wanted Halloween, we're giving them Halloween and we're going to do the same thing for Christmas as well. So I mean,
0: I'm here for it because since I got into the bag of watching a lot more movies, you know. Well, I think Ian was with me the first time that I watched The Shining, which was like actually like 2 or 3 years ago. But mm-hmm. Um I've been telling my girlfriend, I'm like, you know, I really want to watch some scary movies, so let's get ready to do it. And uh, you yeah, know, she hasn't seen mainly any of them. So I'm excited to do all that. I'm excited been, that know, we're doing Scream's Scream, favorite so. run it back. Um, yeah.
1: So like y- y'all get ready and watch it this week. Get ready because we're gonna we're we're gonna record the scream run it back next Wednesday. So it'll be out on Thursday or Friday. So y'all get ready. I'm hyped.
0: Yeah, me too. And the and listeners I, have know, been I,
1: asking for this.
0: I, I just uh, watched Dr. Sleep like a week ago. And so I'm excited to maybe nice. revisit The Shining maybe in this next month. So, Well, you know, look, that,
1: ladies and gentlemen, we have to... Um, Schubert and I haven't decided what movies we're going to do. We, we did say we're going to do The Conjuring because we, we just have to. Halloween. But I want to shout out to one of our listeners... A uh, producer at ESPN 1420, Charlie Long, he, him and his friends have been doing this for a while, and they wanted us to get in on it. So I told them we, like I said, we review the six movies during Halloween. But they do a movie every day, 31 days of Halloween. Let me tell you how they do it. So week one's get in the mood, spooky season. Friday, October 1st, they're watching the old, the Halloween from 2018. Saturday, they're walking, Good watching one. Hocus Pocus. Week two is zombies. Sundays they go Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Monday they go uh uh Rec, whatever Wreck is, 2007. Uh Tuesday's Shaun of the Dead. Wednesday's 28 Days Later. Um Thursday is, let's
0: see. I like to do 28 Days Thursday Later.
1: Thursday is Yeah, no, that's a good movie. Thursday's One Cut of the Dead, which is a a Korean movie friday's train to basan which is great which we may do on bros who binge that's a great freaking movie Us, uh, yeah it's also saturday's good dawn of the Dead. podcast oh okay nice and then week three they do uh like a childhood one where they go back and do all the great childhoods like scooby Doo on zombie island nightmare before christmas Coraline, Monsters House, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Halloween Town, that stuff. If you wanted to do two Insidious. on one weekend,
0: I would. I would do. I would do one movie and Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island, because it's only like
1: okay, hundred
0: minutes. We're doing that. We're going to do it two. actually. It's less than that. One it's week, actually like eighty minutes. It's like an hour and fifty. We're going to
1: pay homage to Charlie, and then one week we're going to do our kids' week, where I'm suggesting Schubert we do three movies for kids' week. Check it out. Zombie Island 1, Phantom of the Megaplex 2, and, and Halloween Town 3. All of them on Disney+. Plus. Halloween Town 3? No, Halloween Town is the third movie. Oh, Halloween Town okay. 1. The first one, yes, yeah, bro. We're not doing Halloween Town High. What the fuck? That shit is ass. Did you not see me? Did you not see me getting a Twitter art? Well, not a Twitter argument, a Twitter conversation with two Pelicans media. That one of them was like, they love Calabar's Revenge. Shout out to our guy, our our other listener, Charlie, and then uh, pulling pulling pork nachos was like, bro, I I like me some Halloween Town. But the third one is ass. He was like, I kind of like the third one. I was like, bro, Halloween Town High, where they switch the girl trash. But no, yeah, so I'm thinking we do Phantom of the Megaplex, Zombie Island, and uh and um Halloween Town. So that could maybe be next week cuz I don't know I don't know what we're going to do next week.
0: Yeah, and since we already have to do Scream.
1: Yeah, so so it would yeah. be a we could do we could start it off with our uh kids week.
0: Maybe. Something to figure out. But we'll, um, we'll decide.
1: Either that or The Conjuring. But he has a great list like The Shining, Poltergeist, all kind of stuff. So shout oh, out yeah. to our, our listener, uh, Charlie Long, and he inspired us to do this 31 Days of Halloween. Well, like I said, we're doing six movies, <laughs> which is a lot. And and yeah. one of those might be, one of those six might be three movies. So it really might end up, it, it's not going to end up being six. It's going to be eight. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I used to really enjoy when, like what Disney Channel did, 31 Days of Halloween, when we were kids, cause, you know, watching the kids horror movies. But hmm. I mean, I you know, and I what ABC we're Family did or they did Christmas. That's
1: right. Yeah, they did the Christmas Thirty One Days of a Christmas, which we're definitely doing this year. I'm excited. It's gonna be range from everything to a Year Without a Santa Claus to Die Hard, die hard and Lethal Weapon. I'm I am hype. <laughs> All right,
0: but, we're gonna do um, six
1: movies that month, that that month as well.
0: But, but like you said, uh, we
1: talked about Running Back. We talked about Pitch It. I'm ready whenever you are, brother.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to dive on in, so let's get started. Uh, first thing right off the bat, let's just mention it because it's uh, this big Star Wars news. Book of Boba Fett will premiere December 29th on the same day as the Hawkeye finale. So obviously, Disney Plus wanted to let Hawkeye run through and then they're going to do Book of Boba. Makes mm-hmm. sense. So.
1: Not, as they should because Book of Boba is going to crush Hawkeye. I'm so hyped for Book of Boba. Y'all can already know December 29th, that's what we're going to start reviewing. We're going to be doing Book of Boba. I'm super excited. My Mandalorian think, short shirt is Cobb Vanth. I need to get me a Boba Fett one now, too, with the black under. Like, he's, oh, I'm so ready for this.
0: Yeah, so I'm um, thinking about it. They that We should be seeing a trailer probably by the end of the month.
1: Yeah, for sure. Probably. Hopefully. Um,
0: but yeah, that's that's pretty much it with Book of Bob. I'm just waiting to see more. Oh, all ne- we really next saw was like name? him on the throne, and like we kind of saw that last true when this uh, the man Warren season ended. yep so.
1: we're gonna get no, we're gonna get that tra- trailer on November twelfth Disney day,
0: yeah, with Disneys yeah hmm? yep, right. So that's
1: when we're gonna get it. We already know when e- even though I wish we would get it before, but you know that's better than something we're gonna talk about. In a little bit, but next up, Janny Zhao, India Moore, and Vincent Reagan have joined Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Zhao is playing a, myst- a mystery character named Stingray. It's unclear if the role is villainous in nature, but it's an original character created for the movie. Moore is playing longtime DC character Karshan. The character was originally a Green Lantern villain uh, who was originally a shark that after being hit with radiation gained intelligence and telekinetic powers. Reagan is playing Atlan, the ancient ruler of Atlantis, who caused the city to sink into the sea. The character briefly appeared in 2008, Aquaman, portrayed by Graham Mac mctavish a plot thread in the movie featured aquaman finding atlan's trident wish it would have still been graham mctavish but you know yeah. say la vie don't like that they're creating an original character but again for aquaman there's not many villains and i didn't know where they would go with aquaman 2 so i understand why they're making an original well, villain. I, it, even though i it's unclear if it was the roles more Black Manta too
0: you know it could be someone oh, true. who's with black manta manta ray stingray i you know, yeah because black be, manta be... has to
1: be the main villain like Yaya's too big right now.
0: Yeah, I mean that thing that's pretty obvious. But I think like this Stingray character is either going to be like a minion of Black Manta, or maybe a, someone who I wouldn't call it an Aquaman sidekick, but someone who helps out the Atlanteans. I don't know. Could be either. But yeah. you know, good that they're pulling either in that some anti-hero some character good. from DC lore to bring in, even if it is a Green Lantern villain, but. Again, what are you gonna do for Aquaman? So,
1: exactly. I'm more like I said. We have a movie coming in not too long. DC fans, March is almost here, and so is January. We're going Peacemaker, then to the Batman, baby. Let's fucking go,
0: man. You know the Aquaman. What they should have done for Aquaman too is they just should have brought in Vinny Chase to just play. Well, they shouldn't have made an
1: like. All right, I'm gonna be honest. They shouldn't have made an Aquaman 2. I understand that Jason Momoa's big star. I understand he made a lot of money, but like, bro, we're starting a new leaf. And like, we'll talk about this when we talk, when we do our draft, but DC's in like this new stage. Suicide is Squad this- is so damn good that like, we're about to get this new Matt Reeves Batman, which I hear is amazing. Shazam's great. Like, we're in this new phase. Why are we... Like, Aquaman well, just doesn't feel like it fits.
0: My question... Well, obviously, they want to keep Momoa into the deal just the same as they did with Gal. But, you know, Same. Those, that's why they're giving him a they, movie. They, they want them to continue to playing the characters. So my question is, is this movie supposed to come wow. out after Flash?
1: Ooh, good question. Um,
0: because, no, like, if it does I think, come after I think Flash, they, then... It
1: they're
0: both make filming
1: sense that... right now. Yeah. Like, they're both Flash filming right now. Then. I think they're going to drop... But this is almost done, too, or this might be done. Like, I think they're going to drop this first.
0: Yeah, well, if they're dropping like this a... first, then then it's worthless. But if it's after yeah, it's Flash, like, then, like, maybe a there's a possibility that, like, Flash explains what...
1: It matters. We could be seen, yeah. Let me do a quick know. Google, real quick. Yeah, n- now we're in the phase with DC from.
0: where we're like, now we're trying to see what happens with t- connectivity because the Flash is supposed to like revamp our whole our whole shit right now. So we'll see what happens um, with with that because I mean that's just really besides the Batman, it's the most anticipated DC movie just for the sheer fact of what it, it's going to do with the Flash? world building. Yeah.
1: So the Batman, March fourth, twenty twenty two. Obvious that we know. Black Adam is supposedly July twenty ninth, twenty twenty two, but I don't believe that. I think that's getting pushed back because I don't even know if it it's done. done filming. I thought it was done. It's done.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh well, if it's done, then that's when it's coming out. Then the Flash November fourth, twenty twenty
0: two. Okay.
1: And then yeah. Aquaman December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. I don't right think it's going
0: to be. I don't think it's going to be related in any way, but I feel like maybe after seeing Flash at that point, we have a better understanding of like what. That universe means to the overall.
1: Yeah, universes. Let me let me let me look at another website. A screen cr- crush. Oh no, July twenty twenty two for um for no, I, uh, I, I think that's Adam. right. November fourth twenty twenty two for Flash, and then yeah, Aquaman the Lost Kingdom, December sixteenth twenty twenty two, and then right after that, June second twenty twenty three, the New Shazam, and then Wonder Woman three is TBA. So, but I know we don't have this on the docket. We might have had this last week, but I don't think we talked about it as enough. And it was people were arguing on Twitter about it, speaking about the Batman, about is Mr. Freeze a villain that can work? People were saying it's too campy for this Matt Reeves version. I, on the other hand, think they're ignorant and, and they're just trying to push this marvel agenda i think mr freeze works perfectly you don't have to do a guy with a freaking ice box on him you could make it a, a guy with like a, a legitimate skin disease that has to wear like some some exo suit that he made himself because he's a scientist to keep his skin cool or to keep it to keep it warm and you can make him like shoot ice beams out of the suit like it it could I'm still make-
0: work I- well, I just don't understand like what they mean like the only way that people are saying that is because they're ignorant of like the actual character and the lore of Mr. Freeze, because Mr. Freeze in itself is like the least campy character that you could possibly think of. Because he's so an serious and has such and has such serious like uh, what do you call it? He has such serious purpose behind what he does. Yeah. Like so it's character, just like he's just the least bit campy. Except yes, his for weapons was,
1: campy, but his 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 storyline. But I mean, so is, but then, then so
0: is Captain Cold, and Captain Cold. If, <laughs> if Captain Cold was gonna be in a Flash movie, no one no one would argue. I'm and he's you right
1: more now. campy, in my opinion. So, so and like I understand the Riddler looks like the serial killer, Zodiac killer, and people are like there's no cane. You could do Mister Freeze with, like I said. You don't have to, even if you don't want to give him a suit, you can say that he's, he's, he has a a skin disease. He has like a disease to where he has to constantly do, have something to where it it warms his skin. You don't have to give him a cold gun. You can literally make, like you can do, you can just let him shoot people with guns if you want. Like either way, like I'm cool with Mr. Freeze, but I definitely think if you put the technology there, it'll work. And I think depending on how much we see from the Batman himself, like, his gadgets and whatnot, I think that'll be more if we do get uh, uh, Mr. Freeze with a cold gun, with beams coming out of his hands, if powers, whatever it may be. I'm interested in seeing that. But, Schubert, the first reviews are in for this Batman movie, fan reviews. They say it might be the best Batman movie ever.
0: Who who are these fans that are getting to watch it, like, seven <laughs> months in advance?
1: <laughs> it's done. Matt Reeves. Like, what has are been they even done. watching? Like, are they? They're watching the cut. Like, it's done. Schubert. This movie has been done. Like, this movie was supposed to drop in October. They just wanted maximum theaters. This movie's done. We're getting a full trailer in a couple of weeks at DC fandom. I'm hype.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'm ready for it. So let's. Yep. Uh, let's uh, it's time. It's time. So I mean, it would have been perfect to drop in October. We said that when they it would have been a perfect
1: Halloween movie. But like, I get it, Batman. Like, you can't I, more so than Dune. Even though Dune can start this Star Wars like new sci fi franchise for Warner Brothers and be huge, which I think it will. You can't put Batman right now, man. Batman has to be when you can go a hundred percent in theaters to where they're making a bill. This new Batman movie should make a billion dollars. There's no reason why it shouldn't.
0: Yeah, but um, let's let's get into talking about uh, the oh, to Yeah, I'm about to rant. I'm about to rant, and rant.
1: Yeah, I'm about to rant. Go, but lead intro it before I rant.
0: Alright, you want me to just go through? I was gonna go yeah, point l- by point. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, the first thing that I saw or I have on here is that the second anime Witcher film is going to be in the works. I watched some of the first one. I didn't really get all the way through it. I just kind of lost interest. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the all power to the people who are watching the anime Witcher stuff. I'm sure it's getting. I'm sure it's good. I mean, I didn't really dislike. Oh, it. Oh no, the just, first anime Witcher movie was great. Yeah, so that's because they're going to continue with that. I mean, the Witchers. They understand the is Witcher huge, universe. But. I,
1: I think the second season is gonna be great because Vesemir's in it. Who was in the anime movie? Like they're doing some good shit with The Witcher. I gotta give them props with that. I'm I'm gonna hate on Netflix in a little bit, but The Witcher they are confident. in. We got a trailer. We we got the anime movie that connects it. Season three is confirmed. Before we even see season two, they are 100 percent confident in The Witcher, in The Witcher universe, and Henry Cavill.
0: Yeah, and speaking of that, the next bit of news was that Witcher was renewed for Season 3, so we'll see.
1: Before Season 2 even drops.
0: That's how you know. know, And the Witcher pretty much spearheaded the whole... I'm going to call it convention. And And um, the
1: second phase of Netflix, if we're being honest, because the first phase was Marvel with Daredevil and Narcos and and that era of of Netflix. But the second era of Netflix is, is really... The Witcher, Umbrella Academy, uh, well Ozark's about to end, so it's yeah, yeah it's really Umbrella end, so. Academy, uh, Sandman, I guess, part of his New Age, yes, yeah, Sandman, Witcher. They're hoping that something we'll talk about in a little bit is I don't think it will be. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that.
0: I guess the we'll Crown would count in that too. The Crown's yeah, coming.
1: the Crown. The Crown is the, the the House of Cards of this new generation.
0: Yeah. Um. So Colin in black and white, we saw a clip of that. Um, shout out to our guy Josiah Johnson man it it looks fairly interesting I'll be honest I kind of want to see how it goes even though I don't really understand the idea of building an entire show around Colin Kaepernick but you know hey we're gonna figure uh, it out
1: and then we're gonna we're gonna talk to the writer himself
0: yeah I mean you know this first look really helped me get a a grasp of like what the show would be about and I'm kind of interested in how it's gonna go so I'm um, tell you to check out that clip. And plus, like but... I
1: said, we got to support. Even if the show isn't good, I'm supporting my OG, man. Shout out to yeah. Josiah. I
0: That's that the only time I'm going to let y'all
1: know. That's the only time I'm going to be a shill. Not, I'm never a shill. You know Linden only. He keeps it a bean. I call a, sp- a, a spade a spade. I don't tell you it's rain and I'm pissing on you. I never do that. Even when DC's bad, I say it's bad. But I'm going to be honest, if my friends make something, I'm kind of biased. And Josiah is my OG, so I'm supporting it no matter what. If it's not good, I'll just say, hey, it's not for what me. What was that show I that he did over.
0: that we really liked? That car- Legends that of, Chamberlain it's Legend of Chamberlain Heights. It's Legend the best, it's the the best, best so basketball good.
1: TV show. Uh, uh, like, and, th- and this is not me being biased, but it's the best and adult animated TV show out that's basketball related. It's amazing. Jake yeah. Johnson and Hoops
0: wanted to be legends of Chamberlain
1: Heights so bad. Yeah, Super Chamberlain
0: Heights was a good show. Um, but next, Three. Big Mouth Season 5 is going to start November 5th. So good for, good for that. I know you seemed, hyped for that. Yeah, my friend Joe is a huge fan of Big Mouth. Um, Joe? New looks for Cowboy Bebop and Poster. The guy in our fantasy or, league? Yeah. No. Oh yeah.
1: my gosh. Here we go.
0: Oh yeah, Here so the Cowboy we Bebop poster and first go. look. Everyone was talking about the, the you know, the stained glass scene from like the, the intro? Anime. No, no, from like what? the the picture of uh, Spike and uh, what's his name and stained glass behind him.
1: Oh, Vicious?
0: Yeah, was it Vicious? It, it was in the church in with the stained glass? The thing- yeah.
1: Yeah, that's Vicious. Yeah, that's Vicious. Oh, okay. The blonde. What did what did you think of the first look? I'll let you go first.
0: I mean, it just looks stupid, man. Like you just don't like. I, I thought the poster looked really stupid. I was just like, ah, whatever. I man. didn't even
1: see the poster.
0: It's just their legs. But I mean, it's like, just Spike, their legs. like, what do you mean? Oh, I, yeah. I see you be, yeah, it's just their legs. Yeah, but uh-huh. like, some Bro, of the pictures look. I saw with like just him walking around, it's just it's just so much. I just don't get. I don't. I don't feel like the I don't feel the look for John Cho.
1: They cast the wrong person, ladies and gentlemen. I've been saying this forever. People have been saying, "Oh, Lennon, are you being too harsh on them? Are you being too harsh on them?" No, we've. Se- they- how can you have not have released a trailer yet? Like the show is about to drop, and you're telling me at your big Comic Con, the moment where you want your splash, the moment where all the eyes are looking, you go get. Straw Hat Goofy, shout out to him. The tick, the, the big movie TikToker to host. You get a big Twitter t- uh, person to host. People who love anime, people who lo- love nerd stuff. And, and you don't release a trailer. You release the opening scene. You don't believe in this. This show is either trash or it's fucking the best show they're about to release. And they want to save everything. And to me, I don't think it's that. I think it's fucking ass. You released the intro. Oh, my goodness, Schubert. We called it. We said they were going to take all of the villains, expand them. Everything we said about it. It was there. The fucked up thing is, the villains look cool. You see the duo of the the. You see the the drug smugglers, the the husband and the wife in there. You see Pierre, the dude who bounces the crazy clown. You see Vicious. Yeah. You see uh the lady who drives the the truck, the the trucker thing, big big Val. You they they nail so much stuff. And again, Jet does not look bad. I like how Jet looks. Faye does not look bad. I like how Faye looks, but how the fuck can I buy the fucking show if the main character looks like he's cosplaying at fucking yeah. Comic Con and he's not fucking believable? Jet That's exactly should what it not looks be like. younger than Spike. Like, bro, the picture where he's walking and smiling, I'm like, this isn't Spike Spiegel. This is John Cho happy that he's fucking Spike Spiegel. If This is not inspired casting. This is horrible casting. Netflix ruined what could have been special. It's a shame... I tweeted this. This is why the anime community doesn't want y'all to touch live action animes. The fact y'all haven't released a trailer means no faith in the series. You would think since the flop that was Death Note, y'all would've tried harder to make a better anime live adaptation. Y'all have the easiest anime to adapt in Bebop, and you can't do it right. I wish HBO had it because they would've handled it with care. Still no Ed! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! It's a damn shame. I'm sorry, Jon Cho. You do not look like Spike or give me Spike vibes. It's a bad cosplay. Meanwhile, Andrew Koji taking a fucking photo shoot for Gucci with his suit on looks more like Spike Spiegel than fucking John Cho. The fact that Spike is older than Faye and Jet tells me that Netflix does not understand the source material of Cowboy Bebop. It shows to me that y'all were more concerned with public outcry about whitewashing instead of making inspired casting. You could have had any Asian actor. Let's start. Andrew Koji, Henry Golding, Simi Lemieux, Louis Tan. I could keep fucking going. Ryan Porter. I could keep fucking going. The fact that you cast John Cho shows to me you did not know what the hell you were doing and from the jump this show felt ruined decided to give you a chance still no trailer you wonder why the anime community isn't championing this you wonder why you have to pay anime influencers yes i know netflix i personally know you're paying anime influencers to fucking lie and say this shit is good it is horrible like this is ridiculous, and if it's good, I'll eat my words. I'll say I was wrong, but I guarantee you, it won't be.
0: Oh, I mean, I, at this point, I have zero hope that it's going to be spectacular. You know, it would. The, what would surprise me is that, like, if I if it was a six out of ten, like, if yeah. it's like if it's just okay, like if it's okay, like I, at this if point, if it's a I'm six or a seven, wars. I'm
1: not mad.
0: Like. Uh, at this point, I'm expecting worse, but I'm definitely not expecting it to be anything more, anything spectacular. Like, average at Like, best. I'm like, just waiting know, to watch... This is supposed to be, like, as big as Umbrella Academy, in, and I just don't... I, like, th- from what I'm looking at, it doesn't even look like it's going to be shot any better than Umbrella Academy. Like, i just... It doesn't I'm look certain. like they
1: put enough money into it. Like, bro... It- does it feel like we're in space? Does it feel like we're in the future? Does it even feel like a fucking western? They look like well, they're in modern day Vancouver.
0: And if like a show like Jupiter's Legacy that we enjoyed and were surprised by doesn't cut make the cut. Like this is not going anywhere close. Like I mean, I f- I feel like it's going to be like, similar you, to Jupiter's Legacy in it. Where like you had some the people ultra might receive it as really sets. good. Yeah,
1: like, they they yeah. had the Altered Carbon sets. They could have just took the Altered Carbon sets and said, hey, go film over here. Like, I don't get what the fuck they are doing, bro. Like, it, but you know what? The positives I'm going to look forward to. I'll say this. This is what I'm looking forward to in the show. The Jet episodes. I want to see the Jet episodes because I think they'll be good. The Faye episodes I'm interested in. And I want to see Vicious because Vicious does look good. It's just,
0: yeah. I don't
1: know if I'm going to be able to get through John Cho. Cause he's the, he's the majority of the fucking show. Yeah. And honestly, and yeah. I'm going to say this, even though I said, no, Ed, if you would have made John Cho cooler and in this show would have felt good. I I could have got behind no Ed because I understand Ed's hard to do, man. And you got to have a good child actor and it, the show might work better with just three, the three, the three bounty hunters in the dog. I'm with it, but y'all cast the wrong, the wrong spike. They just did. Yeah. And they have to accept that. This makes yeah. me have no faith faith in One Piece. Like, don't talk oh, to me zero. about One
0: Piece. Uh, I mean, we already talked about how One Piece is just so much more difficult. Of, but it's worse now. Of a property to like take over than Cowboy Bebop. So it's like, yeah.
1: How
0: are hopefully, you do that hopefully, you do look,
1: this? HBO, HBO, buy Trigon. buy Trigon or Black Lagoon, please, please, because if, if y'all get that, I don't, I don't, I don't care about Cowboy Bebop. I have the animated show. I'll watch that. Trigon, Black Lagoon, HBO, or Amazon, please. The anime community will get behind y'all. And if it works, we can keep it going. Desert Punk, Gangsta. Y'all want to get into the Shonen bag? Fire Force. I'll trust you, HBO and Amazon. If y'all show me you can do it, I'm with it. I'm with it. But for Netflix? Fuck no. Fuck no. I'd actually believe money into it.
0: Yeah, you, know, you know, I haven't watched too much of Fire Force, but I actually believe that if they wanted to get into like a one of the bigger animes, That's I think the one that they, they could, do. could do Demon Slayer probably.
1: Yes, it's spe- it, and it's like Demon Slayer is doable, and Fire Force is doable. Demon Slayer is doable on two reasons because A, the powers that you see aren't real. Like, yeah. that that's that is just the that is go no, but Schubert, they don't even happen in the verse. Like, if a person lived there, you wouldn't see water when they attacked, you would just see them moving really fast. Like, that that is just like Gotage. This is how it feels, and this is how it like that's an imaginary thing that's not. Real in their universe, so you could you don't have to show that water, shit, the lightning, shit, you could just show them fighting with swords, real, shit. And it, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I Demon feel like is. that's
0: a doable
1: and fire yeah. force with fire powers. It's easy, like the only person like fire coming out of a foot, a laser sword, fire bullets like th- that's easy stuff to do.
0: Oh, uh, and and then I just forgot, you know, and also Netflix is gonna screw up Avatar, so there you go, it's just mm. screwing everything out. And but- at, at
1: least Warner Brothers has My Hero. So hopefully that's an HBO or Warner Brothers movie thing, because yeah. My Hero can be done very well. Don't want Netflix touching it. I hope they don't have Naruto. Like, I'm so I'm so sad they have one piece because, like, they're going to ruin it.
0: Um, But let's move right along back to Um uh, The Crown is going to be back for season five next fall, which makes sense because they're filming right now. Plus, if you're trying to get into the crown now, it's going to take you until next fall to finish all those episodes. They're like an hour long. Uh, Emily in Paris <laughs> season two. I know that you're into that. Let's so go December twenty second, Christmas <laughs> Don't time. Don't say it like that, Emily you hater.
1: Don't see uh, yeah. why you said it like that. I know you're into that. Like Emily in Paris <laughs> isn't good. You just I, I, hate. That's
0: that's, why, that's the only reason I put it on there because I knew that you'd be so excited <laughs> that your show's back. <laughs>
1: you're a douche
0: but uh tiger, king, <laughs> Ladies and tiger gentlemen, king
1: Schubert's Schubert's hatred for emily and paris is y'all getting the comments on him emily paris is a good show wasn't it Emmy? No, wasn't an emmy nominated
0: no i don't know not for a serious one
1: <laughs> it wasn't
0: <laughs> uh tiger king 2 is gonna be on november tw- 17th for you know all the people are you who- interested in this no, I mean this. Is, I was about to say this is for all those people who, um, you know, are obsessed still with Tiger King, but no one asked for this, so I don't know why they're giving it to us.
1: <laughs> like, what are uh, they gonna do? Is are they just gonna show
0: Joe Exotic in jail? I don't know. Like, I, I really don't. And understand, Carol Vasquez like, on
1: Dancing with the Stars. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't know what you can do more than what you've already done. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, unless they were gonna like focus on like, some different areas. Because, you know, had, the, had that other dude who was in South Carolina with, the with you know, his, all of his wives or whatever. So, like, maybe they focus <laughs> a little bit more on him again or maybe they find another crazy tiger person. He to go out, for, focus on my guy, Doc Antle. <laughs> yeah, Doc Antle, that was him. Um, so, I mentioned that we were going to be talking about Train to Busan. Uh, hellbound from the Train to Busan director, Yeon Song Ho, is going to debut November 19th. So, I I don't know a lot about nice. it. I saw a few pictures of it. It looks really neat, and uh, it'll be it'll be here in just a couple months. So definitely might be something worth checking out nice. if you're a fan okay. of Train Your uh, Extraction definitely. Two is now filming. <clears throat> um, we we were definitely Lovely not good. fans of Extraction One, so not so really many people like this fucking
1: franchise. And and Chris Hemsworth was like, "Yeah, Tyler Reich." He's coming back. He's I'm like, oh, great.
0: Great. Way <laughs> I mean to spoil uh, it. <laughs> so there was a first look to Sandman, which was just a minute long kind of... Intro- all of that stuff was going to be in it the first dope. episode. It was pretty dope. It's pretty cool. hmm So it's definitely Everything cool... looks
1: right. Everything...
0: Yeah, you would know. I don't know much oh, about Oh, not to
1: cut you off, my bad. And I was just yeah, saying you... that Bebop, the reason why we have so much issues with Bebop is it doesn't feel like Cowboy Bebop. It doesn't give me the essence. When I saw Sandman, it felt like Sandman. That felt straight from the comics. Like she said, that's episode one of where you find what's going on with Dream and everything. But that felt straight ripped from the comics. And I think that's due to the fact that Neil Gaiman is working directly with the show and is someone who understands the source material. I think if the people, because they say Watanabe was working on it, Watanabe didn't work on that Cowboy Bebop live action. All they got was Yoko Ano and got Watanabe on as as a producer and paid him a little bit of money and said, kick rocks. If Watanabe would have actually worked on that, we would have felt more of a vision of Cowboy Bebop, but they chose not to put a lot of money in it, whereas Sandman, you can tell they put money in this.
0: You know, I feel like, yeah, you can definitely tell that with Sandman, like, they put the the money and the they effort put money in, in that. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm saying, like, earlier on when you were talking about the phases mm-hmm. of Netflix, that's why I feel like this is going to be, like, one of their new phase uh, series. One of their I big feel ones. like this is going to be something that's, like, actually going to gain some traction. Uh, but, you know, I going feel, back to the Cowboy Bebuff, I thing. Like I think this is going to replace thing.
1: Jupiter's legacy.
0: Probably. But, uh, like, the I feel one like thing Sandman's
1: the-, the new comic book thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have some other ones that I think they're trying to put together, but this one's probably gonna be the most successful. But, you know, when we're talking about tone with the Cowboy Bebop, I was kind of expecting a lot of the looks that we were gonna get were gonna feel a lot like Kate. And, you know, maybe that's just my own bias on, like, how I feel about Cowboy Bebop, but it just seemed a little bit too bright for me.
1: It didn't feel, it didn't feel like Cowboy Bebop, the animated series, didn't feel that happy. And the fact that I only saw them smoking in the intro just makes me feel nervous. Makes me yeah. feel nervous. I understand that we're not a smoking society now, but don't do that. They better be smoking Joe's fucking every 10 seconds of the fucking show.
0: Um, so the next thing we have is the first look at Bridgerton season two, and I didn't ask you to watch it because I know that you didn't really watch yeah. season one. Um. It, it's more hey, of the same. Shout out to
1: Lil Ridge. That's his jam.
0: Hey, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good show. It's going to be more of the same. We we I've already talked about it before. Are you excited focus for? It? More. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I thought the first season was really good, okay. and I think like their concept and their seasons makes sense. Like one season focused on Daphne, this season's going to focus on a different brother. So, you know, more of it's going to be focused on in a different direction, and like worrying about the, the characters that we've already delved into. So, I think that's a little bit better. And that's of why a, that guy's not going to be in there, Jean Paul yeah, or yeah. whatever
1: his name is.
0: Yeah. Um. Next thing I we had was a Kanye West documentary. The first look is just him rapping the most deaf. Whatever. Yeah, you know, of course Kanye has a documentary. Too early.
1: Checks over stripes, YMCMB over good music. I'm Team Drake and Lil Wayne. Fuck that nigga Kanye in Pusher T. Nah,
0: but I um, will watch the
1: documentary.
0: there was a first look at the final season of ozark uh i haven't seen up to this so i've definitely didn't watch the look of the final season because
1: yeah i'm worried that there might be
0: spoilers but that's out there uh there's a new look at stranger things 4 looks pretty eerie it kind of started out with um a family moving into a um a new house that had like some something with the upside down connected to it because like dead animals. It looked like a nineties,
1: eighties slasher vibe. Like yes, that's, it looks like they were more like earlier a 90s than that. It looked like
0: sixties slasher vibe because mm. like, you know, these kids are in the eighties. So, um, and then you get and then you get to see a little bit of the older looks for some of the, the casts that have been there for a while. So my man,
1: Caleb rocking a, a box, like he rocking kid and play box. And wait, why is What's-His-Name still hanging out with these kids? Shouldn't he be in college now?
0: No, but he never went to college. I was just looking at in the last season. Like he, oh. he he's, a, he's a townie. He's that
1: guy that's hanging out with the... Wow. Wait, yeah, what's he, what does he do?
0: He was working at a video store.
1: So this guy so. just hangs out with these young kids still. Nobody thinks that's creepy in the town.
0: Well, I mean, they're... I mean, what? They're probably like five years apart something like that
1: yeah that's like me hanging out with my brother's friends like while i was in college and they were in like high school it's fucking strange
0: it is pretty odd but yeah (laughs) whatever
1: do your thing bro
0: (laughs) and then there was the first look for super crooks which i actually realized i forgot to watch but that's mark millar's adaptation of his comic super crooks um i'm definitely gonna check oh, it out after it. after this they gave a first look yeah we both forgot to look at it but that was another thing that happened uh into dumb. so
1: is it animated yes okay yeah it is animated okay to me it
0: looks kind of like oh, this Invincible. this pretty good the animation style
1: yeah but it looks more anime yeah a little bit it looks really anime it looks like loop in the third
0: so I think that's gonna be a pretty good one. This is crazy. Uh, okay, I didn't really get. Look, like, there's, a, te- get a, there's a trailer
1: for this too. That's what I'm saying.
0: There was a first look. There was like a, a little teaser trailer. So okay, um, definitely gonna. Well, look at I'll that watch after this after while you show. talk
1: about the first trailer.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, the first trailer.
1: Because yeah. You,
0: well, I'll talk about the do, attack mean, of the Hollywood some... cliches because that was a part of the, the dumb as well. Um, attack of the Hollywood cliches. Good. Is yeah, it's going to be a documentary where you you know names like Florence Pugh, um, crap, Rob Lowe, uh, lots of different other uh, actors are going to be a part of it. Richard Richard E. Grant is another name that's on there, but pretty much the entire documentary is about different cliches and movies and how they are used or overused, um, and what some of these actors think about them or the experiences they've had in movies where they've been approached with these cliches. It's kind of like you know, your typical or the typical Netflix doc where it's talking about like the movies that we love, but it's going over like some of these big franchise movies and movies that uh, we all really enjoyed growing up and the tropes and cliches that were used within them. I think it's going to be a pretty fun documentary to watch. Um, I think it's it's probably going to be a series, like a little mini-series, four episodes or something like That's that. That's
1: what it seems like. Also, the Super um, trailer, fire.
0: Cool. Yeah, it looked uh, great. The other trailers we have, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and anim- Amazon series. Uh, we saw what Amazon is doing with like, their teen dramas with that one teen drama show about the girls on the island and then uh this looked pretty good and then panic and then you know i know what you did last summer is a fun horror movie uh for there was early 2000s but it was either late 90s and early 2000s but you know it has like some of your essential uh 90s movie stars like sarah michelle geller freddie prince um in it freddie prince so um
1: Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're at, adapting that into a series for Amazon now with a lot, a lot of actors that I've never seen before. So I think that this could be an yep. interesting one. Similar to like where Panic was kind of interesting because it was a lot of unknowns. But this kind of has the IP that'll probably carry the audience a little bit more than Panic did. So yep. we'll see how I think that the goes. The only
1: person that I recognize is the main actress, Madison Eisman.
0: Mm Netflix. Yeah, cause she
1: was in Annabelle. She was in Jumanji. I think she's the main girl in Jumanji, like the the popular girl.
0: Yeah, but like, not in the game, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no,
1: no, no. no the child, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. She's she's a uh, she's the person that Jack Black
0: plays. Gotcha. Okay. Um. But yeah, yep. that's that's it for that one. Uh, Harder they fall was another Netflix trailer that was released done to oh, done. Great. Coming real soon now. Uh, with McKeith, Regina uh King.
1: The black Dennis All-Star Majors, Westerns Jonathan yeah, Majors, Delroy Lindo. Idris Elba, Delroy Lindo, Zazie Beats, like this shit looks great.
0: Yeah, that trailer was over the top for me. Like, not in a bad way. It was just like put my excitement to it the felt roof like, like a, I was a Tarantino so
1: Western like it just felt awesome.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's gonna be a lot of action, a lot of seriously good acting. I'm ready for it to come out. I think that might be Netflix's yep. best movie this year. I agree. Um, and then the last trailer we have is Licorice Pizza, the Paul Thomas Anderson directed film. Uh, coming you know, of actually, age. it's a coming of age indie uh, with the main actors not being too well-known one of them i think is in the the group Hane, uh the the girl okay. and i don't know the the young guys playing the role but you know bradley cooper is going to be in it uh benny safadi i saw was in it mm-hmm. maya rudolph so big yep. names within this coming of age drama should be i think it's going to be a pretty interesting watch like i like these kinds of movies uh, and I think that, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson has the resume to back up that he's gonna do a pretty good one. Yeah, he
1: has the chops. I think it's so, interesting that he he stepped back from doing big scale movies to doing this coming of age film. I think that's interesting.
0: I think it's a little bit mixed though. It's like, you know, it's a coming of age film with leads that are a little under known, but then having like, you know, Bradley Cooper and Maya Rudolph and you know, as it's like to like,
1: adult roles, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, so like, there's still going to be some marquee names within this movie that want to work with Paul Thomas Anderson, but it's cool that he's putting some underused actors in the in the front seat. So it'll be
1: 100. percent
0: it, it seems like an interesting one. A lot of people are loving it. And I saw all over Twitter that people are super pumped about licorice pizza. So we'll see licorice
1: pizza. Yeah, I saw that too
0: when that comes out. <laughs> Um, so going into our stories, James Bond producers Robert Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson said that they're not they're not going to announce the James Bond until twenty twenty two. A lot of people get back into that like, conversation of the fan casting: Idris Elba and Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill said he'd be willing to do it. Idris Elba's too old. Daniel Craig was kind of old. He's kind of old Alba now.
1: Said, Idris Elba himself said that like it's he doesn't want to do it. He feels that he's too old. If they want a black James Bond, go cast Daniel Kalu or someone younger. John Boyega. John Boyega, he, yep. He'd, he'd, I, really my guess it. is it's going to be Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he does. John Boyega really does. My guess is it's going to be Tom Hiddleston or uh, Tom Hardy. Like, I feel like they're going to either be a really inspired casting in in Hiddleston or they're going to they're gonna be basic with Hardy.
0: Hardy would be basic. Hardy also has the availability. Hiddleston's gonna be difficult because I just don't know what they're gonna want to do with Loki. And that's the same thing I feel with Cavill. If Cavill's already signed on to do a third season of The Witcher, like, how much time does he have to do Bond films? So, I just don't know. Exactly. I, I feel like... But, I, you know, I feel you know, like Tom you,
1: Hardy's too much like Craig.
0: Yeah. Another but I mean, loser. like, at least it, at least it kind of fits what the direction that they went, you know? Because, like, what Pierce Brosnan was supposed to be similar to the Connerys and like you know, Daniel Craig was supposed to be a veer left. So and yeah, I don't know, but you time. know my thing on Bond. I mean, I feel like they should just end it now and just do other things. But <laughs> you know, people still want want to watch the movies for some reason. So they
1: can they can make new things. They don't have to end Bond, but just give us like a, a gadgety Bond. That's all I'm asking for. yeah that's why i think tom Tom hiddleston would be
0: really good because again he's he's suave but he's not like muscular and like all about the fighting
1: yeah you don't think tom hiddleston can beat you up you he has to use his brains his gadgets but then when you find out he's a fighter it's like oh
0: yeah i mean i i feel like that's a pretty good casting i just don't feel like he'll have that availability Mm. um but i think that they should go with someone like that just not benedict
1: cumberbatch because i don't think he would work either
0: well, he also would not have the availability, even though he's Definitely. been doing, like, literally every little indie movie that he could possibly be doing. Like, he did that, guy like, Courier. Mm-hmm. He has another Amazon series that's coming out. He was
1: like, look, if I, I gotta be Doctor Strange thing. for the next five years, I'm doing six indie movies to try to get an Oscar somewhere in there. Somewhere. And and please don't cast Tom Holland as Bond. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. No. Too young. <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> So we got a first look at The Last of Us TV series starring Pedro Pascal. And when I saw the picture of that first look, I thought that was a screenshot from the video game. It looked great. Same,
1: same. Again, knowing the source material, being invested in what you love, loving the source material, understanding your material. That's why it felt this way. HBO knows what they're doing. Sorry, Cowboy Bebop. Sorry, Netflix.
0: Yeah. So, Last of Us, I think, is going to be a home run for sure. 100%. Not even I worried agree.
1: About it. Yep. Next up, we got the new animated feature based on Super Mario Brothers has announced its cast. Chris Pratt will be Mario. Charlie Day will be Luigi. Anya Taylor Joy will be Princess Peach. Bowser will be voiced by Jack Black. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek and Sebastian Manisalko is Spike. I think this is a very interesting cast. Don't know about Chris Pratt, but I love Charlie Day as Luigi.
0: Yeah, I think I think think the Charlie Day is coming. I I think like you know, I've watched the whole entire season of Hacks this week and I will say it's phenomenal. I see why it got awards Um, and they have D. No, they have D from Always Sunny in it. Oh, okay. So, like, he was she, in the you know, first season, it. though, right? What are you talking about? Charlie Davis in the
1: first season of Hacks, right? I think so. No, There's
0: only one season of Hacks.
1: Oh, yeah. But, what am I uh, thinking uh, of? So... That Charlie Day's in with the clown face on? I don't know what that. That's something with an H. Baskets. That's what it is.
0: Um. But yeah. So I. You know, we're seeing. Uh, D from Always Sunny be really great in that show, and then you have uh, Mac Rob McElhaney in Mythic Quest doing his thing, and you know, as Charlie Day produced, now Charlie Day is starting to get some really big roles. We're going to talk about him in another story, just like don't forget about my man, Glenn
1: Harrelton in AP Bio,
0: exactly. So, I mean, you know, we're seeing our Always Sunny guys really branch out and doing a big thing. I think this is huge for Charlie. Um, mm-hmm uh, chris pratt is definitely a weird casting for mario i think but like yeah. you said charlie day is a pretty solid casting for luigi on taylor joy i think will be fine as princess peach i, I, I feel like she's whatever. way too talented for that role honestly um but bowser jack black's pretty seth rogan as donkey
1: kong is gonna be hilarious
0: that's pretty spot on to me Keegan Michael Key playing Toad seems like up his alley you know, everyone hilarious. everyone else yep. seems like it's pretty solid but for me Chris Pratt seems like the bad a bad choice and Anya Taylor-Joy seems like way too good of an actress for like why are you doing this movie
1: Anya Taylor keep- they should have got a comedic actress to be pleached. like I just don't get why you go get Anya Taylor Joy, but I'm guessing Peach is not gonna have that many lines. That that's what this is telling me. But still, like, then why would
0: you pay? Why would you pay Anya Taylor Joy then? Like I, I, feel like just to have You, you could have just got Jenny Slate. Like, I mean, yep. My Rudolph. You could have got My Maya Rudolph. Yeah, fine. Like,
1: you could have got the voice of Louise from Bob's Burgers. She does a lot of voices. Like, you could have just, she you just got a, a, a voice actress. You, yeah. But you get the you could have got a voice actress. That's all I'm saying. You didn't have to go get Oscar Anya Taylor Joy last night in Soho. Like too much yeah. money. And
0: and if you're Anya Taylor Joy, why are you wasting your time? Like, well, on I mean, if you're Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy,
1: it's like you can just say, "Hey, I'm Peach." That's kind of fire. and yes, and, and the chance of it making a lot of money is big. Now, if this was a live action,
0: like nah, I, see, Anya Taylor Joy would make sense. Like I me. think the
1: animated. I think the animated has like more room to make money. So Anya Taylor Joe, when you look at her resume, it's like, oh, you were in the Mario movie that made close to a billion dollars as Peach?
0: Yeah, I guess that's good. That's
1: the only thing I'm saying. Yeah. But. Next up, we got Apple Studios has landed the hot movie package starring George Clooney and Brad Pitt with John Watts directing. Um, A theatrical release is also part of the agreement, although most plot details are under wraps. The film is said to focus on two fixers who get the same gig. Interesting. Is this going to be a darker movie? John Watts is known for his brightly colored Spider-Man universe and his coming-of-age films. Is this going to be like a Hitman thing? Is this going to be a comedy? Who knows, but... I believe in George Clooney and Brad Pitt, especially since this was a big bidding war thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be like a comedic drama, like thinking about fixers, I'm thinking about like, you know, scandal the or or the show with uh Anna Paquin on Amazon. Oh gosh, what's that called? But uh, so where you get, you know, they're going to clean up messes. So I think that like it's going to be maybe something like
1: Ray Donovan.
0: Yeah, Ray Donovan. So, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be as like Hitman ish as it's going to be like. I hope it's as
1: serious as Ray Donovan because I hope it's I as serious as Ray Donovan and Michael Clayton and not as not serious as the Michael Clayton.
0: Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, I feel like it could be very similar Michael Clayton vibes. Uh, Hopefully, yeah, that would be great. We'll see. Clooney and Brad Pitt, of and, course. And, we need to see. Him hey, and it's Apple.
1: Movie. Apple's not doing anything that's trash right now. No so not. next up we got model and actor Lil- lily rose depp will star in the idol an hbo drama series co-created by songwriter the Weeknd and euphoria creator sam levinson per the log line the idol is about a female pop singer who starts a romance with an in Enigmatic club owner who happens to be the leader of a secret cult in Los Angeles. This is great. This is the this is right up the weekend's alley. I'm sure he's gonna make the the music for this. It's gonna be some yeah. creepy '80s like sh- club shit. Like this. This is this sounds great. I'm into.
0: This. Yeah, we we've talked about this series before that the weekend was gonna do this, but now adding Lily Rose Depp and the I assume to be this pop star kind of yeah thinks it a little interesting because we haven't really seen lily rose depp like do anything that's like where she is the central piece Star. and like with this is like it is lily rose depp and the weekend like
1: and sam two levinson people that, too yeah we
0: well, yeah, with well, sam levinson oh. sam levinson's already like sam levinson but i'm saying like these two coming in like doing their own thing like all, all eyes on you let's see what you can do mm-hmm. so, i agree uh Next up, some exciting re- revival news for me. The Orville, Seth MacFarlane's love letter a <laughs> homage to Star Trek, is set to return for a third season next year, March 10th, on Hulu. It's going to be exclusively nice. on Hulu as a weekly series. Super pumped about that.
1: Nice. I know you're excited about that. So yeah.
0: good for you, Orville fans. Another revival we have out there is for Teen Wolf. The MTV series Boom. is in the works. At Paramount Plus as part of an overall deal with creator Jeff Davis. Um, in the Teen Wolf movie, a terrifying evil has emerged in the town of Beacon Hills. The wolves are howling once again calling for the return of Banshees, were- were-coyotes, hellhounds, kitsunis, and every other shapeshifter kitsunis. in the night, but only a werewolf like Scott McCall, no longer a teenager but yet still an alpha can gather both new allies and reunite trusted friends to fight back against what could be the most powerful and deadliest enemy they've ever faced. Negotiations with the old cast have begun. I assume they will get. So is it called adult? A lot wolf? Of the ones that aren't, huh? Well, I mean, like he. Is well, it, Scott McCall at this point isn't going to be an adult, but I assume they're just going to be like a, a younger cast of characters. Mm. So, like, I assume you'll get some of those. I doubt you're going to get. Um, what's his name? American Assassin. Uh,
1: oh, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, no Dylan way. Dylan
0: O'Brien. If I'm Dylan O'Brien, I'm like, cool, guys. Thanks for, Fuck getting no. my, thanks for getting my career started, but I'm not going to waste my time on Paramount Plus Teen Wolf Revival. Now, you could get Tyler Posey. Yeah, Tyler Posey's going to – I think he's 100% going to come back because if they're going to do a Scott McCall – if Scott McCall is going to be the main lead of Teen Wolf Revival, then Scott Posey has to do it. If you're not going to get Scott Posey – Tyler Hoechlin,
1: gonna I think, is going to come back.
0: I think Tyler Hoechlin will do it, Yeah. Um, I, I, think I don't know some of the women will dad, come back. I, I, I think I thought it's. I, I think he's yeah, scared
1: either. I,
0: it, I mean, I didn't watch oh, it his, ca- too deep in the Teen Wolf. I watched like the first season and a half, maybe.
1: I'm just looking at the uh the IMDb. Like, I think Colton Hayes can come back. Cody Christian yeah. from All American can come back. Like, I'm just looking mm-hmm. at like some of the people who like Seth Gilliam, maybe Charlie Call. I, I think they can get everybody, but like you said, but Dylan O'Brien. <laughs>
0: And Dylan O'Brien's character, I don't really feel like is that. I don't think he. I don't think he had powers. So I think. Oh yeah, I think he was just a friend, or he might have got powers at the end. Who knows? Uh, Teen Wolf fans would know more than we do. I mean, I literally, like I said, I only watched the first season because I thought it was super cool that they played lacrosse. That was really all I. I don't even know if I
1: watched the whole first season. I might have watched the first episode, and that's it.
0: But hey, you know, Paramount Plus, looking for that content, bringing some MTV stuff together. Oh, good for them. <laughs> uh, so Catherine Hahn, she's attached to play Joan Rivers in the Comeback Girl, limited series at Showtime. The Comeback Girl is primarily set in the aftermath of the cancellation of The Late Show, which coincided with Rivers' husband, the late Rachel, the, the Late Show producer, Edgar Rosenberg's death by suicide. Uh, the logline for Comeback Girl is trailblazer, adorned, cruel diva. Joan Rivers had a life no, like no other. At age 54, she was a superstar comedian, and then it all fell apart. The Comeback Girl is the awe-inspiring, untold story of how Joan Rivers persevered through near-suicide and professional abyss to rebuild herself and her career to become a global icon. This is big for Kathy That's Didn't
1: know Joan Rivers went through all of that.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah, she definitely did. I, I, didn't I just know knew her as, like, the
1: fashion lady.
0: Yeah, I mean, she, before that, she was, you know, stand-up comic and stuff, so...
1: Didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So, I think, you know, this is Catherine Hahn with an opportunity to maybe, like, be back on the Emmy stage next year.
1: And break out of the, years, the uh,
0: supporting role lead. Yeah. You know, I think, like, That's what she's trying to do. She's trying to break out I think, that
1: su- supporting role model.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think Wandavision really kind of broke her out, and now she's going to be end up getting like real serious yeah. roles. I mean, anyone who's watched Bad Moms knows that she's like phenomenal. You know, if you have watched she's Four Christmases, I mean, she was part phenomenal. In that. So, I mean, like yep. she's you watched step she, she was strikes, great in that. Yeah, she strikes gold in just about everything that she's in. So, like, I'm just glad that she's finally getting the recognition. I think that this role is something that she could do really well with. So,
1: I agree Good for her. Next up, we got. Ginny Slate and Charlie Day, Charlie Day are a couple of scheming exes invading Valentine's Day 2022. Amazon Studios I, uh, set a global digital release for I Want You Back. The new romantic comedy starring Slate and Day hits prime video this February 11th. The two stars play Emma and Peter. In the new film, two souls who thought they were on the precipice of life's biggest moments, marriage, kids, houses in the suburbs until their respective partners dumped them. In their... Ooh, excuse me. In their 30s and terrified that they missed their shot to be ha- to having happily ever after, Emma and Peter are further horrified to learn that their partners have already moved on. With no prospects on the horizon, the threat of dying alone, hanging over their heads, they hatch a desperate plan to put an end to their ex's new relationship and win them back. Probably going to end up getting together with each other by the end of the movie.
0: Well, that's the typical rom-com trope. Maybe it'll be different. I don't know, but... Either Who way, cares. I still think it's Jenny, but Jenny Slate. Slate and Charlie Day is gonna and be pretty funny. I'm
1: watching, just like I watch for um our boy um oh God, how am I blanking on his name right now? Hot Hot Rod, oh Andy Sandberg and my girl Christina Miladi.
0: on um, Palm Springs, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is this seems like a good pairing. It seems like a, a fun a fun idea for them to 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 do. I can definitely. Hopefully, it see works it better already. than Anya
1: Cash like, in that in the guy from the Good Place.
0: Yeah, but I mean, their concept is also really weird. Uh, when yeah. in when it went through, like you saw that movie, right? I mean, it was just like, yeah, it it, it didn't work.
1: Just, it, they try, like, they tried to be very new school relationshipy, and it just didn't feel right. Yeah,
0: it, it it didn't work. But like, I think you know, I can imagine Charlie Day playing like a mixture of his Horrible Bosses character with like. The yeah. Charlie from Always Charlie. Sunny, pining after the waitress. So,
1: mm-hmm. And then Jenny so Slate could, being typical Jenny Slate.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could see this being hilarious. So, good for a Charlie Day and getting not only Luigi, but also having this come out on Amazon.
1: Yep. Yep. Next up, we got John Cena and Kathy Bates have been added to the cast of The Independent, a political thriller featuring Brian Cox and Jody Turner-Smith, who I really like. The Independent is set in the final weeks of the most polarizing president election in history. The film follows a young journalist, uh, Turner-Smith, who partners with her idol, Cox, to take on the conspiracy that places the fate of the election in the country in their hands. Bates will play the first female presidential candidate, while Cena will play the independent presidential candidate. Oh, my gosh. Cena was on a run I don't know if I like this man Cena saying I'm trying to go serious unlike The Rock I I got my blockbusters now I'm going for an Oscar can Cena pull it off I don't know
0: I don't know if it's going to be as big time as you're thinking it's going to be to me it kind of seems like like,
1: Turner Smith and Cox
0: yeah I mean I feel like at this point Cena and Bates are kind of playing a supporting role here and it's more about like the behind Mm. the scenes of like the, the staffs than like the president is this about Trump and Clinton? Himself. I don't think so. Um, it I says hope. like the most polarizing, I, I think that that's just like them setting it up. And it's called the Independent, so mm-hmm. I because like whoever John Cena is, the John the character that John Cena is going to play is not going to be the same as the independent candidate that went up against Trump and Clinton. That was a uh, oh, yeah, Gary Johnson. Johnson, and Gary, yeah. and Gary Johnson is nothing like John Cena, it looks nothing like John Cena, so. I think it's gonna be like if they got if Gary
1: Johnson sold his rights and got John Cena to play him, that's badass.
0: (laughs) If it is about that, it would be pretty badass.
1: (laughs) That means I could get fucking Michael B. Jordan to play me. If if Gary Johnson could get John Cena to play him, I can get The Rock or Michael B. Jordan to play me. Either one.
0: (laughs) Maybe so. Uh, but (laughs) yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting for sure. I wonder where that's gonna be picked up.
1: Yeah, no, same. I hope it's not. It sounds like a Netflixer.
0: I mean, it sounds like it's going to be theatrical at the moment.
1: True, so. it does. This this might be like a Universal Pictures. Maybe Warner Brothers. Sounds like something Sony. they do. But yeah, ooh, definitely Sony vibes. Because Turner Smith has worked a lot with Sony, so has Brian Cox. Yeah, I could see it. Next up, we got Rowan Atkinson, Olivia Coleman, and Sally Hawkins are cast in Shala, uh, Timothy Chalamet's Wonka. Nice, nice. Um, Added to the cast. Oh, next up, you we know, got Emmy winner, S- Sally oh, Hawkins. Yeah, anything in, on that?
0: Uh, Shape of Water. So, yeah, good casting.
1: Yeah, Olivia Coleman's great.
0: Yeah. So, next
1: up we got Ridley Scott says the the script for the long awaited follow up to his t- 2000 Russell Crowe led film Gladiator is already in the process of being written is inching closer to the top of his priority list. Bro, we too far. Go what is he do? What? Gladiator? Bro, we about to do uh, Gladiator and like run it back in a couple months. Like Gladiator's so old.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I guess we're gonna have to. I'm running back, you know, if the Gladiator's coming back.
1: What? Who you? Are you? Uh, Wa- I think Joaquin died. I haven't seen Gladiator in so long, man. I know well, Russell Crowe. Gladiator is
0: loosely based on true events. So, like, if you were gonna do a sequel to Gladiator, just be loosely based on true events. So the story pretty much writes itself. Um, but you know, oh, my, yeah, you my girlfriend just, or is, you is can a classics take classics it- major, and she knows the true story like um, through and through. And she says that she hates that movie. So I know, I know when she hears uh, that piece of news, she's going to be pretty pissed.
1: Oh, yeah. And she, she's not going to like the one we reviewed on Run It Back. But man, I or they could take I've it into another it. time, like uh, just further in the future in new characters. I've seen it so long ago. So yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do Run It Back after our Halloween month. But uh, crazy. Ridley Scott, Gladiator. Who would have thought?
0: Uh, from one well-known director to another, Guy Ritchie, his next film, which was previously going to be called Five Eyes, will now be titled Operation Operation Fortune. Um, okay. Operation Fortune is starring Jason Statham, Aubrey uh, Plaza, Josh Harnett, Carrie Eels, however you say the last name, I forgot, Bugsy Malone, and Hugh Grant. The film is currently scheduled to release in January 21st of next year. In the film, super spy Orson Fortune, uh, played by Statham, must track down and stop the sale of deadly new weapons technology wielded by billionaire arms broker Greg Simmons, played by Hugh Grant, reluctantly teamed with some of the world's best operatives, played by Plaza, Carrie Eels, and Bugsy Malone. Fortune and his crew recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francisco, played by Josh Hartnett to help them on their globe-trotting undercover mission to save the world. Guy Ritchie through and through. This is definitely a Guy Ritchie Sounds movie. like a Guy
1: Ritchie movie yeah i'm gonna watch it it sounds like he's just getting more and more extravagant sounds gentleman s sounds wrath of man also if you watch wrath of man josh hornet and him are really good together um he's starting to build a crew man like hugh grant from the gentleman you so you get hugh grant harnett statham i believe aubrey plaza was in one of these movies so
0: they're building a rapport I, I was it's kind of sad to see that they were meshing some people who were in The Gentleman and some people who were in Wrath, wrath of Man because I kind of was hoping he was going to start building like a verse. Yeah,
1: yeah but, same. you
0: know, still pretty cool. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. The next bit of news we have is that Jesse Palmer will step into Chris Harrison's shoes and hand out roses on ABC's The Bachelor. A lot, a lot of people said about this.
1: <laughs> Why? Because uh. It well, no, shit, I, uh, one, well,
0: no, they wanted new age people. But like, because one person's tweet uh, was like, why didn't you just hire someone from Bachelor Nation? And then someone tweets under that he was the Bachelor on the fifth season of The Bachelor. So. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Jesse Palmer just was like, he's, I didn't even know he was on The Bachelor. Like, Jesse Palmer's known yeah. for like mm-hmm. ESPN college football and like being he was a, football a host player. everywhere.
0: Yeah, like yeah.
1: I didn't know Jesse Palmer was on the bat. It makes sense. He was, like he was the he was the bachelor,
0: like, and he, he he's wasn't more qualified
1: talent that yeah. and and he's more qualified in 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 media than Tasha and uh, Caitlin Bristow. Well, and because he, he works for ESPN, he's already getting Bristow. the
0: Disney check. So I was just to move over to to ABC um, and do some Bachelor stuff. He's and he's doing Ultimate Surfer. Um, so
1: plus, I mean, hey, if I'm Jesse Palmer, I would definitely want to be the new Chris Harrison.
0: Yeah, why not? I think I think this is a home run. I think it's a home run higher. Not necessarily who I would have wanted, but like you know, it makes. But he's not going to be bad.
1: I can I can tell you that
0: he's going to be good. Yeah, he's going to be good. It's going to make sense and like and entertaining. What what people were saying is what they enjoyed with Caitlin and Tasha and having someone who's been in the shoes be able to be there and like talk to to the person. You know, you can't say that he hasn't been in the shoes.
1: He's just so so far removed, though. That's the only Uh, thing.
0: yeah, and he never really like talks much about his time bachelor. Like you, you like you couldn't even recall at the moment that he was like the bachelor, so I mean mm-hmm. so he's not it's not really part of his identity, but I feel like he he really I feel like he's Real? really gonna get into it. And especially since the bachelor that he's gonna be working with is a former football player. Oh yeah, it's gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Wedding Crashers 2 was starting to look promising. Another one, why? Warner Brothers reportedly planning to announce the sequel. Um, But Owen Wilson will be doing Haunted Mansion instead, so that's going to be pushing Wedding Crashers 2 back prior to the script being finalized and the film details being set in stone.
1: Why, bro? We don't need a Wedding Crashers 2. We don't need Gladiator 2. Make some new fucking movies.
0: Yeah, if Owen Wilson's going to choose doing Haunted Mansion over doing Wedding Crashers too, I think That's that tell you something. That's
1: bad. Yeah, bro. F- oh. Like, contact the Bros Thing Network. We'll give you some good comedies. Don't you worry. I'm kind of sad. Because that seems like what you
0: I'm kind of sad for both of them because I feel like Owen Wilson's been having a pretty good run on things, you know, besides doing this Haunted Mansion BS. And, and I've really liked Vince Vaughn and Freaky, and I thought Vince Vaughn was starting Same. to put together like some pretty... Good casting roles for himself. No, 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 I wouldn't say an Assange, but like he's at least making. Owen Wilson was going for. Uh,
1: Owen Wilson was going for an Assange. If that Selma yeah. Hayek movie would have worked, it'd have been assance. It, it just it didn't work for him.
0: Yeah, it's true. Because um, the song, yeah, he would have
1: Selma Hayek movie Loki, it it would have been big. It'd have been popping for him.
0: Yeah, but uh, so that's it for Wayne Crashers too.
1: But next up, some, some another person I'm not excited for. Bella Thorne is set to star opposite of Aaron Eckhart. Like, what to... Like, let's pull the most random fucker in the acting world and Bella <laughs> Thorne and put them together in this action thriller, Rumble Through the Dark. Rumble Through the Dark is based on Michael Ferris Smith's novel, The Fighter. Smith adapted his novel into a screenplay, which was... Directed by Graham Phillips and Parker Phillips. Rumble Through the Dark is set in a dark landscape of the Mississippi Delta where a bare-knuckle cage fighter, Eckert, seeks to repay his debts to a local mob in his final desperate attempt to salvage his family home. Thorne plays a carnival hustler who stumbles upon a murder that ultimately leads to a dark family connection. I was about to say, if Bella Thorne is, uh, if, is Aaron Eckhart's wife, we was gonna have problems. This, this movie sounds like hot garbage.
0: Yeah. Pointer and Eckhart, man. We used to His be His career base. fell
1: off, man. Like, all he's known as he shouldn't have did for that Van Helsing Dracula trash movie. He did that, he fell off. And Bella Thorne's an OnlyFans person, so like
0: That's what you know, she's gonna, gonna be best known for now is doing an OnlyFans. So like
1: look at look at the I always say this. Look at where Bella Thorne's career went compared to Zendaya. Zendaya's the biggest actress the biggest, youngest actress in the world. Bella is on OnlyFans. Like, j- kudos to you, Zendaya. You took that Disney thing and ran with it. Even Jake Paul took that Disney thing and ran with it. You, Bella Thorne? you did not. N- next up, the Last Mrs. Parrish, a best-selling novel about a twisted con artist is getting a movie at none other than Netflix. The story, a psychological thriller centers on a con woman who targets a wealthy couple, the per- uh, the parishes, as her next victim. She infiltrates the pair by befriending the wife and seducing a hu- the husband with the master of plan of becoming the next Mrs. Parrish, only to discover that the wife's life is far more complicated than she could have been imagined. Casting has not been announced yet. This sounds like they saw Parasite, and they saw like all of these movies that keep getting remade, like Obsessed and uh, like movies like that, and they fuse them together.
0: It, it yeah, it makes me think of that plus you, like that
1: paras- p- parasite you
0: in Obsessed. Yeah, wouldn't yeah, you know, and I actually think it could be pretty interesting if they put the right cast around it. True, they need this the right cast. Like in the right direction is in the Netflix wheelhouse. Like, you know, yeah, get the right people around this. And I think that they could have something. And not you know, young not,
1: actors. Let's get some qualified. Like, no, let's no, make I mean, they, the parish husband Chris Evans. Let's like let's do
0: something like that. I, I don't know if they're going to be getting anyone like that famous, but you know, if I they think do, they it'll be get, better. You know, I, I mean, like, think On about it, like, when is did, the,
1: is the seducer.
0: Think about like when they got Santa Cleary to diet. Like, you got Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore. I think you can get somebody like that. To to be in this okay.
1: series, I'm trying to get Anna De Armas is the is the is the sneaker in her. Chris Evans is the husband in the and then the, you need the Mrs. Parrish who got the complicated life. Make that be like get Nicole Emma Kidman De Armas being
0: the one with the complicated life. I can okay. anyway. see your plan. I was
1: thinking Anna De Armas is the is Nicole the Kidman is, is the actually would actually
0: be a really good cast.
1: <laughs> and Nicole Kidman as the wife with Chris Evans as the young husband.
0: Yeah, I think Nicole Kidman is actually pretty pretty good casting. If they want to. Do hey,
1: that. look, I'm here. I'm here every day. But that's pretty much all the news. It's time to get into this segment of the show that we give you one movie or TV show or multiple that's coming out this week or that has been out for a little bit that we think you should watch. It is a movie on the rise, and I'm going first because um, Schubert tried to take one of mine and he sees I'm wearing the shirt. I knew it's back. It's on Hulu. I watched the first episode. I'm so in nice. it. Bob's Burgers, season 12. It's out. First episode solid, but always the first episode is always the one that's like the weakest. Once you get to like episode two, three, four, that's when they start really rolling. But also, the Mini Saints of Newark, baby, the Soprano movie is coming out. And then Ian Hawley's going to be on next week to review it with us because he said if we reviewed the Mini Saints of Newark without him, he would be thoroughly, thoroughly upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's something that I'll be watching this week. Probably I'll watch that and not my movie on the rise, which is Venom. Uh, I'll get around to it but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. the trailer I'm came on the other it. day I, 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 I turned really, to my girlfriend I'm like you want to go see Venom with me and she was like no no <laughs> like, well you, you uh, I'll say this you
1: next week you have to go see 007 though you have to because we're reviewing that the week after 007 drops oh. next week you gotta go see that
0: see but now, I we're, can't now accept we're getting in some really him bad him. territory now we're getting in some really bad territory where like I'm gonna have to go to, to movies now like oh my god it's just gonna, get, like, this is gonna <laughs> yeah, be yeah you gotta
1: go to movies
0: I'm gonna have You're to about like, to have to
1: go to that Dune. Dune's coming out. You just go by yourself. You're just I'm gonna have to, to take off. a sick
0: day and just like go <laughs> do watch back yeah, to backs.
1: Yeah, you this. gotta see 7 O hmm. Seven. I'm letting you know now. You got to.
0: But Venom, <laughs> well, like, I'm gonna go
1: watch tomorrow for us yeah.
0: and review it. All right. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, get into the reviews we can go pretty fast with with these um let's talk titans first titans because i don't like, care about you R- well i mean let's just do it real quick raven <sighs> comes back in uh yeah you know they had this whole deal with like hank and uh wonder girl and tim Drake, and she's not and, like, really
1: alive
0: yeah like in some weird world she, thing and i'm like and, and the whole time the whole time when like they're going back to, like, to, to get to the light or to the bridge to the other side, I was like, well, Hank definitely can't come because his body's freaking blown up. So what is he going <laughs> to even come back to? Yeah. So the whole time I'm like, Poor well, Hank. he's not going to Hank anywhere. just can
1: watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: we, but I mean, we knew that um, Wonder Girl was going to re- get resurrected. We knew that Tim Drake wasn't going to die. So, you know. Yep. Whatever. It's almost a filler and, episode just uh, to reintroduce uh, Raven. I-
1: yeah. It seemed like it. And did 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 he save uh Robin at the end of it with scare with scarecrow? Tim Who Drake. Did. Didn't Tim Drake no. save uh Robin?
0: The end of the episode oh, is just sure him waking they...
1: up. Oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah, this this was yeah. just an episode to introduce Raven. You're right.
0: Yeah. So Raven's back. Yeah. So
1: was, um so now so now the show will yeah. speed up again.
0: So, more episodes? Maybe it'll be something to seven? talk about next week.
1: We got like uh-uh. three left, four be... left.
0: they supposed to be thirteen.
1: So what was this Pretty eight?
0: Sure. I think this was eight this or nine. Eight,
1: okay. I think, I think okay.
0: this was nine. It's real? I can, I can tell. Right no, nah, I think this was eight. Yeah, this no, was eight. No, it's eight. No, it's nine.
1: Is it? It's nine for
0: real? I don't mean, know. I was quoting um school of rock um. but yeah it
1: is not <laughs> yo it's not okay
0: so yeah we got I was just testing uh, you four lifts nine and it's a magic number but
1: <laughs> No heels this week, but we do have another star show, the 50 Cent Show BMF, which I think is crazy that these people actually existed in real life. These people are responsible for Young Jeezy being a rapper. These people hooked up uh, Rick Ross. These people did so much out of Detroit, this is basically the Black Godfather. Episode one was great. We got to meet Lil' Michi. We got to meet his brother Tony, and uh, or Troy. I think it's Tony. Is he the Tony or Troy? The guys from All-American. I think they chose the right one from All-American. And it was great.
0: Yeah. The only reason I know the name Big what Meach is because of, me? of Rick Ross. Uh, I you know I think it's a yep. pretty cool show with uh, definitely a, a cool little genre piece. It started off like with him coming back to the community, and so you're like, oh, well, what era is this taking place in? And it goes back to like their childhood time, and then it goes to like their I guess early twenties teens time. Uh, like I knew I, late yeah, I knew 20s. how it was going to end. Like I knew how that episode it was going to end. I was just like the whole with time the thinking. Like especially when that dude pulled out went and got that gun at that high school basketball game. I was like, this dude is just asking for trouble. Asking for it.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I knew Meech was gonna get kicked out of the house too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, now they like, got that dude just, who uh, just got out of what, the psych ward or whatever and he's out there Yeah, the crazy inside. guy Meech was like with was his after girl. Meech. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like I feel like he might have been the guy who yeah. shot his brother at the end. I don't know who it was. Mm, it was either the rival yeah, gang or true it, it could have or it was him. I th- yeah.
1: but I think he survived. He did he survived though even though he got shot.
0: Well, it looked like he was still breathing, but I, you know, I thought he was I thought he was going to die.
1: Yeah, I think he survived.
0: I'm not.
1: He, I don't think he died. No way. Wait, I, wait I can find out real quick. Let's see.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's a see. true story, um, so.
1: Yeah. Let's see.
0: be like Big Meach Brother. Survived. is who dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, Terry. Terry T. Terry. Flinnery. That's, That's it. That, I, yep, yeah, I told you that was his name. Terry T. Flinnery. Oh, yeah, he alive. you oh, not okay. dead. So, yeah, we good. Well,
0: you? Yeah. He's so. the golden boy, apparently, so. And then we got to
1: meet Blue Da Vinci. Drake rapped about him. I see him meet you like a Blue Da Vinci. I'm telling you, bro. These 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 dudes are huge, man. We're gonna have a big hip hop thing. Snoop Dogg's in it. I'm I'm loving this show. Like e- even though Titans is about to end, we'll have BMF and heels for a little bit.
0: Well, I mean we'll only have heels almost over though. Two or three more episodes of heels. Uh, yeah, yeah so BMF we have BMF until and um, I mean
1: uh, our Halloween. We have movies.
0: Late. I mean, the movies like yeah. for the next five weeks. So we can we can
1: stop so, doing TV for a little bit. Honestly, yeah, yeah we have I mean, a lot of we, movies. We got Halloween I mean, movies.
0: With with the movies that we're gonna be doing in the next few weeks, we might not even do tight. We probably just do heels and movies.
1: Yep, probably so. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's that. do
0: let's talk about movies to wrap things up today. Yeah,
1: let's do the movie draft with the best with the best movies remaining. So okay, best. All right, movies dropping for the rest of the year. Movies dropping in twenty, rest of 2021. Let me pull up the list, and I'll tell you all of them that are dropping. Okay, here we go. Is it, like, would it be in fall 2021?
0: Uh, I mean, it would just be all 2021 and just look at the fall ones the, the difficult thing oh, is yeah, like, I don't think they're going to have the Netflix ones in here
1: I got every movie coming out in 2021 okay here we go okay so we got let's pull
0: up. Many Saints and Venom off because like
1: so we're not drafting Many Saints and Venom yeah But
0: Bonds in there, Halloween, Dune. Yeah, that's fine. All right.
1: (coughs) All right, I got a I got the list. Here we go.
0: Who's gonna go first?
1: Uh you got I got a coin, heads or tails? Tails. You you get picked first. Dune. But I get to go back to back since you go since you picked first. So you pick Dune? Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me get to them because I'm I'm in October now. Okay. So you said you're taking Minnie Saints and Newark off and um and Venom off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna draft No Time to Die 007. And just to stick it to you, because you drafted Dune, even though I don't like this movie, I'm gonna ask you for a trade, Spider Man. Far From home, Or no way. Take, <laughs>
0: Take it. Uh, so it. my my next <laughs> two is going to be Last Night in Soho and uh, Halloween Kills.
1: Nice. Okay. You weren't too mean to me. Okay, that's fine. You can have Last Night in Soho. I thought you were going to go for the dagger. I was like, wow, I took the fucking Spider-Man movie and Schubert was going for the dagger. Well, now I'm going, now that I have my two blockbusters in 007... In Spider Man, I can have some fun now. I'm drafting the Macbeth movie, Denzel, in, uh, in, uh, F- F- and uh, and uh, Francis McDormand, and then this time, do I go blockbuster or do I go for more prestige film? See, I can be the prestige film guy and beat you that way. All right, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going the Fringe Connection, the Fringe Dispatch for my next film. So I'm going All right, well, Macbeth and Fringe Dispatch.
0: Then mine two are pretty easy. It'd be Eternals and King Richard.
1: Oh, okay. You, I knew you were going to take Eternals. I didn't think you were going to take King Richard. That's cool. Perfect. Well, now I'm going to go Matrix 4. Yeah, I'm going to go Matrix 4 and I'm going to go Matrix 4 and
0: don't look up the Leo movie. All right. Uh, then i thinking about what's coming up. Yeah, I guess I'll take the harder they fall. Oh, you bitch! And (laughs) um, and Ghostbusters. After
1: okay, you went the harder they fall in Ghostbusters. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so you went the harder they fall in Ghostbusters. Well then I'ma go West Side Story and Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley, yeah,
0: okay.
1: Um We're almost done. There's not that much left.
0: Yeah. Um there's some big
1: ones left though.
0: I don't know, maybe. I guess I'll. Let me to tell I'll you what's left. Thing. Yeah, yeah. What's left?
1: The last duel is left. Um, Army of Thieves is left. Finch is left. Uh, Spencer is left. The Kristen Stewart Princess Diana movie. Um. Uh, Red Notice is left. The Rock Ryan Reynolds Gal Gadot movie. Encanto is left and House of Gucci is left.
0: Oh, well, then I want uh, House of Gucci and. um, Oh, crap. What's it called? Last duel.
1: Last duel. Okay, well, I'm going to go Red Notice and Encanto.
0: Gotcha. And, you know, I guess we're continuing going. I would do uh, The King's Man.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> or I guess that, you know, since man. you did your double and the I... King's man would be my last one in that round. Oh, that true. It.
1: Okay. Solid. Well, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to beat you. So your, your biggest one is Dune. My biggest one is 007, but I also have Matrix. Your prestige is King Richard. My prestige is Macbeth in French dispatch. You also got house of Gucci all right solid let us know who do you think yeah last night soho last duel i went with spider-man you went with eternals okay so y'all let us know whose movies you would rather watch schubert's or linden's let us know in the comments which list who won the draft was it linden or was it schubert let us know in the comments um i think i'm gonna say this i think i won but I do think your movies are tough. Like I think you won because you have Dune. But I think I have better movies. Like Dune is the best well, movie. I, I think there. I have a better Marvel the f- movie. You, you, you do. I agree with that. But you, I agree with that. But I also have the prestige with uh, Macbeth and uh, French Dispatch. I got a Timothy Chalamet. So don't you worry. I got a Timothy. <laughs>
0: Which movie, also like French Dispatch, so, so. you know, I'm curious about how we're going to rate that because, like, you know, Highbrow might say it's a good movie, but I mean, that movie might put me to sleep.
1: <laughs> you know, my highbrow ass is going to come defend it. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I loved Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> okay. But if it puts you to sleep, then it's going to be a low rating.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But well, that's
1: pretty
0: yeah. much it. Man, that's that's pretty much it for, for this episode. Uh, so, Linden, tell everyone, again, what's going on with the network and where they can find you on social media. October
1: 24th. Pitch it. It's going down. We are back. Dan Exclaims is taking on Peter McGinn from, what do you say, Anime? Um, the next week, next Thursday, or Friday, one of the two, just depends. It depends on how much stuff is dropping on Thursday. We normally like to just do one release, maybe two max. So next Thursday or Friday, Scream, Run It Back. The hot, the month, our bros who think spooky October starts next week with Scream. Schubert and I and Ian will be doing that on Run It Back. And then on this show, Schubert, I guess we can just say we'll do The Conjuring.
0: When? Next week. No, I thought we were going to do the the kids stuff.
1: Oh, the Disney stuff. Yeah, because it's easy. Yeah, so next week, you're getting, not only are you getting Scream, but you're getting Halloween Town, Phantom of the Megaplex, and Scooby-Doo 3. We rolling. So y'all going to have a big Halloween week next week. Also, Anime Talk is out by the time you guys hear this. The latest One Piece manga review is out. The Bros Who Think Podcast is out. And you guys can follow me at Lin BWT, Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Next week, nevertheless, the ill is coming back. Finally, shout out to my guy Justin. Um, also, um, you're gonna have another one piece manga review, and like I said, the run it back and all that good Bros Who Think stuff. I mean Bros Who Binge stuff. You can follow me at Lin BWT on Twitter. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think, and follow me on Letterbox at LinBWt.
0: All right. Well, uh, you follow me on Letterboxd at Adam BWT. Uh, recent movies I watched, I watched The Graduate and I watched Jeremy Nice. Weiner.
1: So nice. I'll be
0: talking about those two. Uh, and yeah, we'll be getting into the scary stuff here pretty soon. I'll probably be reviewing some of those as well. If you want to look at some of my reviews already, I did the Fear Street Trilogy, uh, which I assume some people might be revisiting or visiting for the first time this October on Netflix. So if you want to get an idea of how you may or may not like it, you can check it out. I can say skip one, skip two, watch one (laughs) and three. You got the Kid Um, Detective
1: High. I'm looking at your letter. I do have the Kid Detective
0: High. The Kid Detective is on Hulu right now. If you want to watch it, it's really good.
1: People should check it out. Yep.
0: Really, really good. Fear
1: Street, you should definitely watch the third one. That's the one.
0: The third one's the one. But I guess, you know, I guess you could say that the culmination of everything makes the third one good but each of each of them has their own different kind of horror but
1: your letterbox says don't watch the second one
0: (laughs) yes my letterbox
1: says don't watch the
0: second one um but yeah you can catch me on twitter and instagram at a shubert 14 and man there's something oh Shout out to Xavier on Big Brother, who was the winner. Shout out to James on The Circle, who's the winner. Spoilers. And uh, I'm watching Survivor. And yeah, and Survivor is wearing, you know, a big... We'll uh, talk about big, it next week. Kicked, kicked out two people last week. Um, I have to watch this week, so... Yeah, but we'll talk about yeah. it next week. I'll be caught up. The Circle and Big Brother are over. I don't know what I'm going to do myself. Bachelor in Paradise ends next week. But Michelle mm. Season starts in three weeks. So, okay. But yeah, that wraps up everything for this episode of Bros Who Binge. Make sure you check out everything going on with the network and catch us next week because we got a big slate for you. So, I hope everyone out there has a great week. And as always, keep binging.